What's good, y'all? Your boy Brandon back again. Another episode of the On the Run Podcast, episode 13. Today, I uh, got my boy Medwin in the house. A lot of you guys might know him as MMF Tattoos. What's good, bro? Thanks hey, for coming. What's going on? Hey, man, thank you so much for the invite. Um, like I said, whenever you sent me the that message that you wanted me on your podcast, I was like, man, who wants me on their podcast? But it's very, uh, very nice that you invited me. Thank you. Thank you. Absolutely, bro. Thanks for taking the time and coming out to talk to me. Uh, I actually came across one of your videos on on TikTok, so and it wasn't even a tattoo video; it was like a like a skit kind of. <laughs> so uh, originally, I was looking into people that could uh, I could potentially speak to on my podcast. So my podcast mainly focuses on trying to highlight people that are kind of excelling in some kind of area in their life, or people that have overcome some kind of adversity. Um, and I really try to speak to those people specifically because I feel like. A lot of those stories don't make it out too much, um, even though you might be killing it because you don't really have a platform to express it on. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of knowledge that's just going to stay with you. But I feel like if there was a place where you can kind of talk about that and, you know, explain some things, a lot of people might find a lot of value. So that's kind of why I, I wanted to invite you. And besides that, I think like you're killing the game. Um, I've seen a lot of your work on your social media, man, and mm-hmm. you're, you're killing it, bro. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, man. Yeah, so uh, I think, well, we can start off with a little bit of an intro. So, um, yeah, tell us a little bit about your background. So, uh, where you were born, kind of how you grew up and stuff like that. Yeah, um, yeah. so I, I'm from Mexico, or Mexico, Puebla. And when I was three, I came here to, to U.S., to Vegas. It's, I think, yeah, it's the first, pretty much where I grew up. Um, we have, what's it called? I think it's five, five siblings. Um, <laughs> yeah, I forget. We it's a bunch <laughs> of us, all boys. We didn't have a girl. Oh, shit. but yeah, it's been uh, it's been pretty cool. The, my whole life, I've been playing. I was into sports, soccer since I was like five. Yeah. Um, and ever since I was little, I was like, I'm gonna be a professional soccer yeah, player. But hell yeah. As you grow up, you're like, eh, it's not really for me. Yeah. Then I kind of jumped into volleyball for some while. Then I kind of jumped into some other stuff, but it's always been art. Like you said, I'm uh, a tattoo artist here in Vegas. It's always been art for me ever since I was like before I could remember. Yeah, yeah. It's always it's always been art. So art has always been kind of like your passion in life. Yeah. All right. Do you remember like uh what what did you used to like to draw like as a kid or like what were your favorite things? Just whatever. Anything whatever came like, to your mind? Yeah, the, the thing I remember is I could look at an image and just put it on paper. Like my first actual experience like um memory that I can remember of me drawing good was if kinder like my first couple of days at kinder uh we had a couple um drawings cover uh book covers mm-hmm. and the teacher was like okay go ahead and draw these color them and i would look around and everyone was doing all these little like ugly stick fake not like oh at the time they were ugly <laughs> they were like not st- the time they were good now yeah, they're yeah, ugly yeah <laughs> they're like stick figures and this and this and then i would look at my paper and it was like like the exact thing thing from the, the the cover like it was yeah. just like a printed thing i was like mm, why why did why don't they look like that so yeah. i kind of always knew like eh, I, i'm good at art you so. knew you had it in you yeah, since you were yeah. young yeah that's crazy and then uh growing up like I, I guess like so did you ever think about being an artist or that was just like you it was just like a hobby at the time um well at the time i think it was a hobby yeah because i was mainly more into soccer yeah and i was like okay just art is when for our our school like where we had the art class yeah. just and then after that i could still draw like outside of school but i wasn't really like oh let me go and draw this i was always soccer practice and um playing soccer and playing what position did you play i used to play everything i think i first started off forward and then i, I was moved to middle my dad was a coach actually so uh, it was co- just like a whole bunch the coach's of case yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> it was um it was like a family uh family team yeah. it was um i mean you got five brothers so five, yeah, five yeah, brothers so. no it was at the time it was only the older one so my older brother um and then me and then the younger one we're all 20 21 22 mm. so at the uh, at the time we started the, the team we didn't have the other the other siblings so and then it would be our cousins our cousins and that's it just us and cousins it okay. wouldn't be no outside people my dad just wanted like a family team that's like kind of so yeah bro. it was always fun just going to practice you see your cousins every monday tuesday and then saturdays for the games and after that we all eat carne asada and stuff like that oh but yeah for sure yeah so like, we were all like that's where my dad wanted us to be like soccer players soccer players he he goes from america so he, i guess he wanted us to play like in the big leagues and stuff yeah. but my brother was really good the older brother he was 
like really good at soccer and um and I was I was okay but you know all the spotlight was on him and and we could play good and then from there yeah like I said art was just kind of like that little school stuff I, I did outside of it, it was the soccer stuff okay yeah I mean that makes sense I think a lot of us like grow up having those soccer dreams yeah um, watching the games with your family watching La Selección play on TV and you're mm-hmm. like fuck man I want to be there one day you know yeah. so it makes sense and a lot of dads you know too like of course like not everyone can make it but I feel like deep down all their dreams is like yeah. seeing you play on TV yeah. so. um, but you speak a lot about your dad so like are you and your dad close yeah we're, we're all close the, the family is all close we all um, it's not like Oh, we everybody comes from work. We just eat. Everybody eats separately. No, we. My dad is like really big on us, like spending time together. Spending time, that. like they even if they come home late from work, like he wants us at the table, all there, you know. Yeah. When in other families, like my my girl's family, she would they would be like everybody eats either in the room or whenever they get home from work or separately. But no, my dad is like okay. Yeah. Well, he kind of gets mad if, like, either I, I eat early or my brothers, you know. He kind of like, okay, no. Everyone needs to be here. That's something that's not really common anymore. I feel like people don't really have that anymore. Because yeah. in my family, we do that too. Like, we all eat together. Even if we don't eat the same thing, we all eat together. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. So, seeing how close you are with your family, um, I know sometimes in Hispanic families especially, like, there's a little bit of a taboo around tattoos. Like, um traditional parents usually feel like having tattoos is going to make you seem like a bad person mm. or like a gang member or like you're a drug addict or something yeah. so seeing how you're in that line of work where you're doing tattoos like how was that story like at the beginning like when did you when did you know you wanted to become a tattoo artist and like how did your parents feel about it i i first started i think i was 15 when i had seen a tv show where it was like a this guy like beard and all buff and everything. He was in his garage just um, with the tattoo machine and just tattooing someone's life. Mm-hmm. And I was like, wait, you could actually do it at your house. And I was like, I I want to do that. It's art, you know. So I was yeah. like, this is what I want to do now, tattoos. And I would ask my parents, hey, I would t- I told my parents I was like, I want to be a tattoo artist. And my mom kind of looked at me like, yeah, no, yeah, that's never gonna happen. <laughs> and she would tell my dad like, look, hijo, he wants to be a tattoo artist. And my dad's like, yeah, you're crazy. You're not gonna yeah. be a tattoo artist. <laughs> As long as I'm in this earth, you're not going <laughs> to touch a machine. And I was yeah. like, oh, man. But every every year after that, at 16, 17, 18, I would ask for tattoo machines on Christmas, on my birthday. They would kind of look at me like, it's just a phase. Like, he's going to se le va pasar. Like, yeah. yeah. So I was like, no, this is what I want to do. And, uh, yeah, like, I would I would tell them. And they would tell, like, my, my aunts and uncles. And they would all look at me like, why? Tattoo artists? Like, because everyone in the family is, like, electricians. Or they work, like, the the stereotypical job you know and i was like eh, i kind of don't want to do that um they, they especially my grandma you know she's yeah. more and more old school she would talk to me and they're like why don't do this like to the point where like, she would always be getting me in trouble like mm. just me and her just talking and i was like ah, like I, I get it you always don't want me to do this but it's something that i i want to try out and i want to see how it goes and uh Cause back then, like mainly tattoos were like either done in prisons or. Well, well, most people think a lot of people are getting tattoos like, like in um other culture and stuff. But mainly, what people when the first thing like when you say tattoos, a lot of people think prison. You know, yeah, they yeah. think gangs. They think, um, all these other bad people. But um, they're like, no, we gotta change that. Like nowadays, like anybody everybody has, has everybody. Yeah. I think when I was, when we were uh, at the hospital with my when my daughter was being born, um. The nurses had tattoos. The doctors had tattoos, and I was yeah. like, "I was like, what's it matter if like they, when they have tattoos, as long as they get the job done, you know? Exactly. Yeah. Lawyers, um, anyone, police officers, they have tattoos now. So, it's it's good that it's uh, changing now. And then uh, getting back to the question you asked me, um, yeah, it was hard at first. I was hard just convincing them. I was always trying to get the support, but they would always try to push me into other directions, like go work with my dad or go do this or, um, yeah, pretty much being with my dad working with him and helping him being an electrician and stuff and i was like i don't want to do that I, uh, after high school i did try it out uh for a couple months uh it was fun not fun but it was good money um but it wasn't for me you had to waking up early um yeah being outside like it was easy getting there it was me it was my my dad my brother and me 
um, working at the time. My other brothers were still in school. And I would just wake up. And I was like, why am I doing this? I, when I could be at least trying to start tattooing. And until one day, I um, I actually I asked my brother, my older brother. I was like, hey, can I borrow your, your debit card? And I'll give you the cash. And you let me buy it. He's like, what are you going to buy? I was like, ah, just this machine. And he gave it to me. He gave it to me. I ordered it. It came Amazon, Amazon um, Prime, two days, you know, shipping. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, it came and I went to the other, I had another studio room in, um, not where I live right now, but in another one. Mm-hmm. It was like for music and like just for me, like a little man cave. And I went in there and I started tattooing. I, I didn't know what to tattoo. So it came like with the kit of fake skin. And I just started tattooing that. And I was like, I kind of want to try it on myself. So I did a tattoo myself. I was like the first person I ever tattooed was on myself, a little tortoise, no, a little turtle. And uh, a funny story was when I, a couple of days when I started tattooing, like for practice, my, I had gone into the room and I forgot to lock the door and my, it was like what? payday. It was payday. So my, my dad walked in with the money. He's like, Hey, like it's payday. Here's what you, what and you earned you with the tattoo. And I was tattooing my leg and I had a table next to me with the, with the fake skin. So I had my pants down. So I was, he comes in the room and he kind of just like, hey, then do I pay it? And I was like, <gasps> and then the, the machine <laughs> running in my hand, and I was like, ah, fuck, I'm gonna get mad, <laughs> I'm gonna get beat. That's get crazy. My, wait, bro. we can cuss, right? Yeah, yeah. You know, like, yeah, I'm gonna get my ass beat. And yeah. I was like, wow, well, got here it goes. And he kind of is like, what is that? And I was like, ah, oh, it's my my tattoo machine. And he kind of sighs and like nods his head, and I was like, fuck. He was probably in shock. He yeah. was like, hell no, you didn't. I, know I didn't just walk yeah. in here to you with the tattoo. Yeah, but then he, he kind of looks up, and he's like, all right. He sits down, and he's like, all right, if you really want to do this, you make sure you do it the correct way. Don't just do it to mess people up, or because this is messing with other people's blood, you know, messing their bodies yeah, forever yeah. until they die. And I was like, yeah, yeah, no no worries. I, this is what I want to do for the rest of my life. Um, oh, Yeah, for the rest of my life, and I want to do it the right way. Right now, I just want to learn the basics. He was like, "All right, then. Um, if you ever need any help or any any money for school, because he thought you had to go to school for that. If you ever need money for school, let me know, and um, and I'll help you out with whatever whatever I can." And I was like, "Oh shit, okay." It it, it went the opposite of what I thought it was gonna yeah. go. Yeah. So he paid me, and I was like, "All right, then." But he didn't tell my mom that I would start to yeah, start. He didn't tell my mom. Yeah. He just kind of he just kind of kept it like that. And one day, my first actual paying client was on my friend's girlfriend and i snuck them in through the side and i did the tattoo and everything a little rose on the finger and then my homes are like who was that girl um that just walked out you snuck out and i was like uh uh what do you mean he's like i just saw you <laughs> walking out with the girl and he's like uh and i told her like i did a tattoo on this on on my friend's girl and he's like you did tattoos and she started like getting mad and my dad was over there in the living room just watching TV and he was just chilling. He's, he's like, Pretending to act like he didn't yeah, know. Yeah. He's <laughs> like, do you know he's doing tattoos? And he's like, mm, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> and then I showed her what I did and she was like, oh, okay, está bonito, it's nice, you know? And after that, like, they were like, all right, they didn't care. Like, it wasn't like before, like, no, you can't do it. You can't do it. Yeah. yeah. I feel like, I don't know, like, I feel like that happens a lot too with my parents, like, especially dads more so than moms, like, when they when you come to them you tell them like i want to do this sometimes they're a little bit hesitant and they're like i don't think it's a good idea or you shouldn't do it but once they see you're committed mm. they're like i want to help you yeah you know? yeah so i think like that's like the beautiful thing about like having parents and at least you know they, they were kind of understanding to a certain extent like yeah. they were trying to keep you away but once they saw like this is what you really want they're like, okay let's support him you know yeah. so like now now since then like they've been supportive of like yeah like every like, everywhere we go like they have to mention that i do tattoos yeah like every party like oh yeah my my kid he does tattoos check out his work or i get messages like whenever i'm tattooing like hey mandale send your your page to this your dad's friend he wants to check it out he wants to book an appointment i was like ah okay okay but like we go out to parties all like come come he, he does tattoos or yeah. he, you know but uh yeah it's kind of it's kind of funny how back then they were like no now they're like they're spreading the word that i do tattoos yeah so it's, well it's what do your funny. brothers do um i have two the two younger ones one of them is three and the other one is seven they're still in school yeah yeah. the other I one see. is 15 <laughs> yeah. the other one is about to turn 15 i think um he's still in school the other one the one that's 20 under me he works with my dad now mm-hmm. um 
and the older one works with my dad. Okay. Um, they're both electricians. Okay. So I was with them too at some point, but I was only there until the one under me got out of high school. That way I could just leave. That way it's not just spot. my older one and my dad um, working alone. I could just help him out. And then whenever my younger one gets out of high school, he goes and replaces me. So yeah. So it's always been kind of like a family business. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's always been everything family. is family. Everything is family. I'm, yeah, I'm I also really big. I respect on that, bro. I think yeah, that that's super cool. Um, and I think a lot of people don't have that too. Like just building things with your family because who are you gonna trust if not your own family? Yeah. You know, yeah. like your dad, your brothers. Like you know, it goes way deeper than business, way deeper than money. Like that relationship can never be broken. Yeah. So if you're gonna build anything, you might as well build it with the people that are closest to you. You know. Yeah. Um and did do your do your brothers have have you ever tattooed anyone in your family? Yeah, yeah, yeah. my cousins, my 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 brothers, yeah. Um, my brother, my older one is the one that has the most tattoos from me. Like my early tattoos that I wish I could have yeah. waited. You know, he has a whole arm piece right here that I, I kind of look at now and like, damn, I, I messed you up. But <laughs> you learn, you know, yeah, you yeah. trial and error and stuff. But um, my the one under me has a couple tattoos, and uh. My cousins, um, uncles, I think, yeah, mm -hmm. uncles, um, aunts, um, and then some of their friends and stuff. But uh, and my girl too. She's always asking me about tattoos, but I don't know. She's always coming up with ideas. Like she's on Pinterest or on TikTok. Like, oh, I want this. Like, this 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 nice. I want this. I'm like, I, I feel I, like that's dangerous. No, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. super dangerous because like a lot of people. That'll happen to them, but they know they have to go and they have to pay money and they have to book an appointment, so it's hard, you yeah. know? But if she knows she has you, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's too tempting to just be like, I want this tattoo and this tattoo and this yeah, tattoo. Yeah, like, you sure you want it? Like, go ahead and wait, and then let me know if you do. Like, my brothers and my girl, they always get free tattoos. Mm. Um, but, like, cousins, um, sometimes, like, it's the first time coming with me. I, yeah, I hook them up, but it, when they start you coming, coming back, yeah, you like, hey, you got to pay them, you know? <laughs> um... Like right now, I got a cousin. He got a, almost a sleeve going on, and I was like, "All right, I'm gonna have to uh, start charging you for that top hat." But yeah, they always uh, oh, show support. My yeah. my girl was actually the first person I ever tattooed besides me. Yeah, it's a little heart on her finger. Mm. Um, and after that, I posted it, and then I posted it on my story. I hey, wants to get free tattoos. I'm practicing. Whoever's down, let me know, and I'll I'll, I'll bring you by. And yeah, some friends in school. Would, answer my things or they would refer me and that's how my my thing grew just um friends family spreading the word so it was all organic just from you yeah that's pretty sick what was the first tattoo you ever got that i got on myself yeah was that turtle the first one i did that was the first tattoo you had yeah first tattoo i think it was 19 i did on myself but the first actual like From professional else, yeah. was this forearm is like a Mac michael jackson um piece it's like him and then it's like a logo he had mm. um got it done by the, the homie most tattoos by most shout out to you um where would i put right there yeah, yeah. and shout um and yeah I, I i usually all these tattoos are on my arms are i usually get them done by other artists just so i could go in and learn from them but all the ones on my legs i do it myself just when i'm whenever i'm bored i just tattoo myself but uh all the arm ones i usually like to go and I, I do my research first. I research and I, if I like their work, okay, I'm going to book with you. Even if I like, I feel like I'm being annoying, just asking questions. Oh, what is that? Or what is this? Like when I was first starting, I would just sit down and just stare at them. Like, oh, what is this? Oh, why, why you do it like that? And, and they would help me out. All of them, yeah. the ones on my arms, they're just kind of like, they helped me out. It wasn't like one artist that was like, yeah, bro, you got to shut up. You know, like I'm pretty sure they, they wanted to yeah, say that, but yeah, yeah they were yeah, all they helpful. Love, yeah. 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 All these tattoos are kind of like, um, uh, like uh, what is it called? Like uh, remembering them as um, whenever I just as my tattoo journey goes. So mm -hmm. I would start off with this guy, and then I move up, and all of them give me advice on growing as a tattoo artist. That's pretty badass, bro. So I see you got like Michael Jackson too. Like you got a few Michael Jackson. The pieces. whole thing is Michael Jackson. Yeah, oh, the whole the, the whole, whole arm. The whole. I have his signature. I have his album cover. I have his eyes. I have another one up there, right here. Pretty much his whole arm is dedicated to Michael Jackson. I'm Why Michael Jackson? Big fan of Michael Jackson, his music, the, especially like the way he was as a person. He's kind of like also a huge inspiration to me, even though like he does music and I'm a tattoo artist. Like it's two different things. Like I just kind of look at him like as a person, you know, not as like a, a songwriter, even though songwriter, he's like a genius and all that. 
he's always like kind he's always all about like giving back so that's what i want to do at one point in my life just kind of be known for giving back yeah i think that's like one of the things that like that's one of the reasons you're so successful in what you do is that you don't limit yourself by you don't limit yourself to taking advice from people who do exactly what you do mm. you're able to find like the genius or like the the good in people that are doing something completely different from you and i think that's like a really really key skill to have if you're going to be successful in anything is like you don't just look at the people that are doing what you're doing like take a look at someone who's succeeding in a different realm yeah. like what are they doing what are their habits like what's what motivates them and i think when you feed off of that it makes your life a little bit easier you mm -hmm. know so that's badass how many tattoos do you have i think i have 13 13 13 um yeah, but my most recent one was the one right here is portrait of my uncle. Mm. Passed away a couple of years ago. Rest in peace. Wanted, um, sorry to hear that. Thank you, thank you. Wanted to uh, remember him. Um, but yeah, this is my, my my most recent one. Um, done by the homie Zionero Allen. Shout out to you, Allen. Um, and yeah, I don't really have other plans of getting tattoos. I want to get my my chest done, but mm. I gotta get rid of the dad body, you know, <laughs> show it off, <laughs> so I can show it off because I can't really get the tattoo and then. Get rid of that body And then like It affects I don't know yeah, how, yeah. how it would affect it But I want to get that it. means If you get rid of that body You gotta keep the dad body off Yeah right? yeah yeah <laughs> I gotta keep it off But yeah I wanna get my My chest And My neck But my My mom and my My girl like No if you get a neck tattoo You're gonna look ugly And I was like eh. I wanna get a face tattoo One day but Like uh, of a sword Like slashing through my eye Yeah But It's not like a, Like any story It's like from a video game Which uh But yeah those are all ideas I kind of have for the future. Not now. Right now, I'm just focusing on doing tattoos for other people. And then whenever I have the chance, I'll just start putting more ink on myself. Okay. I see that. So, like, well, I see the Michael Jackson theme, the portrait, and then the ones on your legs are just, like, random, or do they have a theme, too? No, they're random. They're kind of, like, I have a a tattoo of Spider-Man hanging off my, my, my knee. So, mm -hmm. whenever I'm wearing shorts, it looks like he's hanging off the shorts. Oh, I was, like, there, like, at 2 yeah. in the morning, just doing it. Um... <laughs> I have a tattoo of a, a tortoise, like I mentioned, a Bart mm. Simpson dressed as Pablo Escobar. Uh, I have a, a tiger tattoo, like a little tiny, like little quarter size tattoos. And then I also have another Michael Jackson portrait that I did, mm -hmm. like little quarter size as well on my leg. And on the other leg, I have a, you ever seen the movie um, Ice Age? Oh uh, yeah, you you know, you know that squirrel that the little, one chases the, the, one the nuts and stuff. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah. He, he, I have him on my left leg. But he's like reaching towards like my night, you know. Ah. <laughs> but yeah, that's funny as hell. Yeah. I had a cancellation that day, so, and I had the drawing done, and I was like, "What? I'm not just gonna say." They here. were gonna do that? No, they oh, were gonna okay. do something else. And I was okay. like, "I have everything set up, so might as well just tattoo myself." So yeah, waste any material. So I just sat down, I did it myself, and yeah, to this day I have it. My girls are like, "Oh, nobody's gonna like you because of that." Like, if we ever do break up and you get another <laughs> like, girl, only, only you gotta like me. Yeah, Focus like, on that. <laughs> She's like, we ever break up and any other girl sees that, they're going to go running away. They're going to think you're ugly. I did it for me, not for them, you know? Yeah, exactly. But yeah. So circling back a little bit, I guess, to like even how I found you, um, what inspired you to move towards like using social media to like grow your art? It was just uh, to expand my work because I was always desperate. Like, okay, I want people to see my work. I want them, even if it wasn't the best, I wanted people to still, still see like how I started, so like whenever you know I'm big, you did get big. You're like, oh, they I like, knew oh, him like, from I way back then. Yeah. He sucked, yeah. Especially TikTok, I always see a lot of people blowing up. But I thought TikTok when I first started, it was like, like girls dancing, you know, like the little girls dancing, the little videos and stuff. Yeah, I was yeah. like, I'm not gonna join TikTok. People would tell me hey, you should be on TikTok, and I'm like, I'm not gonna be dancing as tattoo artists. Yeah, yeah. And TikTok, and I was, like, <laughs> and then I don't know how to dance. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then they were, uh, I would see, see, start seeing random content just pop up, like, hey, like anyone could join TikTok. So, like, let me join TikTok. I started uploading my work. I just, my first videos were just my work, videos of my work and me uploading my, oh, contact me here for appointments. But, like, like if I'm looking at it as, like, the viewer's point of view, like, mm. if I see my thing, I'm just going to scroll because it's not entertaining, you know? So, I was like, how can I switch it up? How can I be different instead of just posting the work when on Instagram I could just do that myself make it like entertaining so that's when I I had the idea of doing all these skits and all these other stuff that way people watching them like they're engaged 
you know yeah so even like, from their phone they're like okay like this is funny or i like this and yeah well i think like that that's the value of bring because like to me personally it's like i wasn't even it wasn't even like i was looking for a tattoo artist at the time i was i guess looking for people in vegas who were kind of being different like would have an interesting toward story to tell mm -hmm. but looking at it from like outside of myself i guess it would be more like i wouldn't even follow you because i want a tattoo or because i'm looking for tattoos but it's just funny so mm -hmm. i'm gonna follow you anyways yeah. you know <laughs> and i guess like that that gives you a bigger audience than if yeah. you just focus on tattoos you yeah. know because it's like a lot of people do that like they, there's there's like okay this is how you shade or this is how you do line yeah. work whatever Tutorials. but unless like you're actually looking for yeah. tattoos like why would i follow you yeah. you're gonna give me no value you know yeah, yeah. And it's been cool because i have i have got um people from out of state come in i've had people come in from north dakota North Dakota or North Carolina? I don't know. One of those two. Uh, California is a big one. Texas, Arizona, um, Alaska recently. No shit. But I, I keep thinking, like, like I'm just a, like, a 21 year tattoo artist. Like, do they not have tattoo artists where they're from? Or? Yeah. And then I, I kind of sit down and, like, I wonder, like, damn, these people really like my work. Or some of them, most of them are, like, from out of town coming in from vacation and they just make an appointment. Or then um, some. People they actually travel just for the appointment. Just for the tattoo. I asked them like, hey, "What brings you to Vegas?" Like, oh, just this. Nah, I kind of look at them like, really, just for the appointment. Yeah. Like, and it could be something small or big. And I was like, damn, I feel um, Utah as well. And I, I kind of feel like good inside. You know, like I, I'm actually doing something right. Exactly. I'm attracting all these other people from different places. So I, I don't know. I had a little moment where like I sit down like, okay, I'm, I'm doing something right. Damn. Yeah. I mean, that's definitely props to you because like to travel just for your work like yeah you said like i'm sure they have tattoo artists but they're like something about you is like different that i want to go yeah, not right. just spend money on to get a tattoo but travel there to get a get the experience yeah yeah 100 yeah. percent. um but like what is the like do you think it's specifically for that or do you think like in some cases too like you kind of become bigger than tattooing like what i mean to say is like do you think they come to you yes because your art is good but also because it's like you're kind of like a mini celebrity mm. the more followers yeah. you have they're like i want a tattoo from him to say i have a tattoo yeah from yeah him. i, I want to like right now i'm starting off so i do get recognized i have gotten recognized in a couple stores at walmart uh the most recent one was we were at town square with my girl and I, as a joke i was like here let me put on my, my daughter's breaking we I, let me put it over my head just in case i get recognized as a joke like <laughs> like hey I'm, I'm big on tiktok guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. let me cover myself just so i don't get braided yeah, yeah, yeah. by people and then it, we i was kind of walking around like as a joke with the the blanket on my head and and we just walking we saw by panda and i took the blanket off and we were sitting down and this kid comes up behind me he's like as we were leaving he's like hey you, are you are you MMF tattoos and I was like hey I told, I turned to my girl I was like hey look he, he recognizes me <laughs> you're like, like see I told you like, right <laughs> yeah. and then she kind of looked surprised and she was laughing and I was like yeah that's me like I, I follow you on TikTok on Instagram and he started showing me like stuff that he wants in the future I was like I give him a quote and stuff like that he's like hey man nice to meet you I give him a face bump and, but the whole time I was kind of like laughing because I couldn't believe like someone had actually seen me you know like recognize me yeah. in public when in the beginning I was like as a joke I want to cover myself just because I think I'm yeah, a big celebrity and all that but yeah Walmart too like I walk around and a group of girls like oh you're MMF tattoos right like, yeah, yeah it's me and I don't know what to say like you know like do I not offer them a picture but <laughs> like, I'm like okay. you want an autograph <laughs> yeah, do, yeah I'm not <laughs> at that point yet but I, that's what I want to get through it's one day it's cool you know yeah it kind of had like a little a little good feeling inside yeah it, for it sure happened, for yeah. sure do do they take pictures or no? Not yet, not no? yet. They're just like, oh yeah, nice. they're like, yeah, I'm you. I follow you. I seen your work, and I I want to make an appointment soon. And they just really they just introduce themselves, and then they show me what they want, and yeah. I, I shoot them a prize. Like, oh man, I'll shoot a positive whenever I can. And like okay, that's fine. Yeah, yeah, that's fire. That's fire. Like, I guess it, it must feel like a little bit different, like yeah. because I I think like your work isn't typically like something super public. Yeah. Like it's kind of just one on one things. So even though you can get popping on social media, like you're not, you don't have the, like the, like the routine of having to talk to people or like having a bunch of swarming people. So it must feel like a little different when someone yeah, comes up to yeah, you. Yeah. 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 It feels weird. You ever have any weird experiences or no, not yet. As a uh, tattoo artist or like, like getting outside? recognized. Yeah. No, not yet. No, no, no. And like as a tattoo artist. As a tattoo, I've had a couple when I used to work at a shop, a lot of people, a lot of weird people would come in. Uh, a lot of, uh, 
drunk people would come in. Mm. They just kind of it was just weird overall. A lot of um, how can I say? Like I don't know. It it just uncomfortable situations. You know, you you get put in. I remember one time. Uh huh. All right, we're gonna save this. We're gonna take a little break. Uh, I'm gonna get tatted, and we're gonna come back oh, okay. and finish the rest of the podcast. <laughs> so, little break. We'll see y'all soon. See you guys. All right, y'all. We back from the break. Uh, y'all might have heard of people getting haircuts in the bathroom in high school, but I think I'm the first person in history to get a tattoo in the bathroom. So, y'all see me. If y'all, if y'all check, if y'all tune in to to the YouTube or on the reels, y'all gonna see my boy got me right with the neck tat. Uh, I got one on the hand and on the forearm. I appreciate it, my boy. No worries, no worries. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, just to keep the conversation going, um, you obviously didn't do it to me, but like, have you ever fucked anyone up? Like, someone who came into a tattoo and you're yeah. like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, especially like names or dates. People come in with, um, I want this date in Roman numeral, but you know, they're not like one, two, three, it's like X, I, V, stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. You kind of, sometimes you hit a extra key on the iPad or you put it wrong or you print it wrong or whatever, or uh, especially like, like foreign languages, like Arabic or Chinese letters. A lot of people like those. I don't know why. Um, you, the printer I use, you have to flip the image so it could print out the right way. Yeah. And there'll be times where I forget um, that you had to flip it. And uh, now I double check. Now I'm like traumatized. I have to double check, double <laughs> check everything. Um, People notice though? They don't either. Oh, Sometimes I feel bad. Like, like when I was at the shop, I was like, do I tell them? Or, or someone that actually speaks that language is going to catch on and be like, yeah, this guy. Why is it up. backwards? <laughs> yeah. Like, why is it? Is it why is it say a tuna fish instead of love? And I was like, <laughs> and I was like uh, but sometimes, sometimes I tell them, like, oh, I kind of did it backwards or sometimes get the dates wrong. Or my most recent one was on my, on my, uh, what's it? What do you call it? Your girl's brother? What is he to you? Your cuñado, your cuñado, brother-in-law. Brother-in-law, yeah. He had his daughter's name on his forearm, and we accidentally put a. Oh, yeah, I I accidentally put a extra letter to the name, nah. which I have him scheduled for a cover up. Not the whole name, just the extra letter we did. I drew out a whole different design that way it can flow and doesn't look like a cover up. But yeah, we he we printed it out, we did everything, and nobody catch on. It was like his girl and him and my girl, and we were all there. We we, we put the stencil, we did the video, little video thing, the little peel video, and. Nobody caught on. Like, nobody caught on. And I was tattooing. And I was, like, tattooing, tattooing. And not until we wrapped it. And they were reading. They were, like, in a Zoom call for something. And the girlfriend is, like, oh, his girlfriend was, like, I, I think you messed up. And we were, we were looking somewhere else. And we're, like, what happened? Like, I think you messed up. There's an extra letter. And I'm reading it. I'm, like, not even. And I see it close. It's an extra E. And I was, like, ah, oh, man. What the heck? Yeah, so that. Now I'm, like. I have to double whenever I'm doing names or any dates. I have to double, triple check. Even mm-hmm. though if I, like, if I get annoying, like, hey, make sure it's correct because this is your, your grandma's passing day. You know, you have to get it correct. Yeah. Their, their grandpa's birthday. I tell, them, oh, go ahead and check this out. Make sure everything is correct. And they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, but, but are you sure it's correct? Because I don't want to mess it up. Yeah. Yeah. Every time we're a little, you take L's here and there, but yeah. <laughs> it's always, that's it's crazy though. They, he, he probably he's probably like dang he probably did this on purpose yeah <laughs> <laughs> he probably thought that and messed him up <laughs> uh, but, yeah, but you don't like doing cover ups no I think I saw I, your I don't do cover ups yeah you don't no, do cover ups it's always hard unless it's like some simple sim- something super simple. simple I could cover up like blacking out or whatever uh, I used to do a lot of blackout names just people just come in the ex's name just black it out oh, like Lisa you know you've seen this um, yeah, yeah. he gotta black out his ex's name yeah, just like that, I could do it. Um, but if it, they want to put like they have an ex's name and they want to put like butterflies in the rows and it's too difficult. A clock too somewhere to and do. like, and eh, you have to. F- it's not the same shading because if you do the same shading, it's not gonna cover it up. You have to find out a way to make it darker. Yeah. And to the point where it doesn't look like cover up, you know. So I just stay away from any of those. Don't not mess with cover ups. I see. Um, so it's just only blackouts. Yeah. What are your favorite tattoos to do? Uh, right now, I, lo- I do a lot of black and gray, but I like doing anime. I don't watch anime, but anime is always fun to do. Mm. Like yesterday, I did one on the, on the back, and it was just a blast doing it. it um, anime, a lot of black and gray realism, but 
I'm not really into porches right now. I want to get into porches because I know that's like something a lot of people want. Mm-hmm. They want to get porches of their kids or their their mom or dad, and you know. But it's always hard. You you um, I want to start off first by either doing porches on myself, and just kind of growing from there instead of just going doing it on somebody else and it doesn't look like them. You know, either you could just mess up shading on the cheek and it looks like somebody else, or you do like something um. That's not the person, and you know that's gonna be on there forever. And it's like, who's that? Yeah, like <laughs> who's this guy? Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I I, I want to eventually master portraits. That's very high in demand in the tattoo business industry. Mm-hmm. Do the prices change depending on the style? Yeah, it depends. Um, on size, especially, I usually charge based on design, size, and placement. Mm-hmm. Other people I know they charge by the hour, so whatever comes in through the door. Okay, whenever we start tattooing. How many hours you do? That's how much I'm gonna charge. Five hours, five hundred. You know, stuff like that. But I charge based on design, placement, size, because obviously I'm not gonna charge. Um, I charge. I think I charge. Yeah, I charge more for neck tattoos and stomach or rib tattoos, just because they're they're more painful. A lot mm-hmm. of people don't like sitting through them. They move a lot. Um, but if it's on the arms, like it'll be less than if you get it on the ribs or. I see. And yeah. So like in terms of placement, like you. Is there anywhere you haven't tattooed? Have you done the people's heads, eyes? I haven't done heads. I haven't done... I've done not an eye, but like near the eye. Mm, um, like on the face? On the face. My girl got three hearts. Uh, pink hearts. Yeah, that was fun. Um, I haven't done any... Toes? Toes. Mm. Palms. So no feet. Your girl said no feet. No feet. I've done a couple. <laughs> I, I've done like the top of the foot and stuff like that, but no. She said I draw a line at the yeah. toes. Yeah. <laughs> no toes. No. Under chin. The under chin, a lot of people want those, but I don't. The double chin. Yeah. Uh, I don't like messing around with yeah. those. And uh, yeah. Uh, I think I got a head coming up. Yeah. Like a skull, like behind it. Then I'm going to either I'm going to have to shave him or. Just have him go to a barber and have him go bald. That way he's all like bald flat, and yeah. flat and good. No hairs in the way. Mm. But we'll see how that goes. What's like the, I guess like the most annoying place to tattoo? Like the ribs and the, is that what you said? Yeah, the ribs the when when the client can't take it. Because people, they usually, they, they book with the rib tattoo and they don't sit through it. Or stomach tattoo. They just kind of move, and I have to make sure all the lines are straight. So whenever they're breathing loud or they're laughing, it just kind of annoying because I have to wait till they're done and it's all flat, and then I do the line. But if they're mm-hmm. talking or if they're laughing too much or if they're moving, if they can't take the pain, then that's when I'm just kind of like there waiting for them to stop, do a line, stop, and do a line. Or fingers, fingers or hands. I don't like doing hands. Or, or um, shout out because my boy sacrificing he did, did my hand. He did a hand tattoo yeah. today. <laughs> um, especially fingers because usually everything from like the wrist down is gonna fade. You're always washing your hands. You're always, especially like if you work outside. Mm. Um, you're always washing your hands. You're always, all the skin cells on your your hands are gonna fall off. Mm. They're constantly just being replaced, and they just fall off and fall off. And with that, some of the ink comes off. Mm. But uh, you can still come back and touch it up. Um, like my girl has two finger tattoos. The first one I did, and the second one, second one, it looks like like shit. The first one like, still looks good, which I'm like, wait, this was my first tattoo, and this was my uh, well, many months after, and this one fell off, and this one's still good. And I was like, eh. probably this probably is, I know there's probably like a secret to finger tattoos, but I don't really want to get into any fingers. Yeah, they just fall off, or yeah, just it fingers. It stops looking. It stops like. You- it stops being something that you you feel proud of. Yeah, know? yeah. People see like, oh, who did your fingers? And it was all faded. And like, oh, he did it. And I'm like, then they come to me. And then like, why you, like, yeah. why you, you know, why does it look like that? Is right. there anything that you wouldn't tattoo? Like, I know a lot of artists have like rules on like, yeah. stuff they wouldn't tattoo. Is there anything you wouldn't tattoo? Probably like anything like offensive towards other people, like a swastika or something or mm. an offensive word or like a... Uh, yeah, just anything that's throwing hate towards any other group of people. Or have you gotten like requests for those ever? Yeah, I, I saw Sika once um, on someone's thigh at the shop. I was like, why? Why? You did it? I didn't do it. Uh, I was like, yeah, yeah. 
we have other artists here, but I don't think no one's gonna do it. He's like, all right, man, thank you so much for your time. I was like, all right, thanks. That's <laughs> crazy. He walked in, he just like, walked in hella normal. Phone, he walked in, he was go. like, I want this. Yeah. I was like, damn, I'm not doing that. Because yeah. either way, like, like I said, if he goes out in public and someone, who oh, did who that? did that? Oh, he he didn't. Like, oh, he 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 doesn't like those people too. Let me go get more tattoos of him, or they're gonna think like. I don't like. I support that. Yeah, I support. Yeah, I support this one. Like, I just stay away from any of those, and yeah. Let me see. I mean, that makes sense. I think that's usually the general. I feel. I think a lot of tattooers say the same thing. Swastikas or like any of like the other white supremacists. I know there's like certain symbols that people just want to tattoo. Um, But to cycle back before we went to break, uh, you were about to tell us about some of the crazy stories uh, of when you were working at the shop. So uncomfortable situation. Yeah, yeah. I had a. I had a. I was doing a tattoo. On this guy, he came in on normal and he was like, I want a tattoo of a name. And I was like, all right, then that's fine. And it was his own name. Hmm. I didn't know what his name was. And he's like, all right, I want this. I'm not going to say his name, but his name, I want it on my, what do you call it? Like up here by your, your, what is, I know this concept. What is it? Um, like the hip? Like by the hip, but towards his private area. But he, he pointed like towards the hip right there. And I was like, all right, then come through. I'll charge you this much, this much. And then hmm. like, all right, then he filled out the paperwork and he he came back and I I like I just go I'm just go ahead and pull down your pants a little bit just so it could um I could put the stencil I'm go ahead and shave it off because he was kind of like hairy I go ahead and shave it off um go ahead and put the stencil on. and then we did it. everything was normal and then it was only up until I started tattooing where because he was like laying down his head was like to my left mm. and since I'm a righty um I had to put my my arm on his leg mm. towards his area. And I was tattooing, tattooing, and I know where I feel like a, a bump just um, hitting my arm. It just f- goes up. Nah. And it, it's his thing. And I was like, nah. Ah. I was like, I started, I stopped, I stepped back, and I was like, but bros is just like, he's just chilling. He's just watching he's the phone. mad normal. Yeah, he's normal. I was like, bro, and I didn't want to hover because when I hover like this, it's like more on my back. And yeah. then I get tired, so I didn't want to be like, like hovering over him. So like. Fuck, I had to sit through it. I have to put my arm on it. Nah, that's crazy. I, my, I put my arm on it, and I was like, fuck it, dude. And, like, here and then, you just kind of hear moaning, and Bro, what? I was like, dude, like, oh, my God. And it was in red ink, and red ink usually takes longer to put in black because you have to, like, either dig it in deeper and stuff. Yeah. Not deeper, but take, it takes longer to pack in. The whole name was in red. Uh, I think it was like six, seven letters. Like I was uh, only done with two, by with one by the time I first I I felt. Bro, the, and I was like, oh man, and I told him like I didn't want to tell him things because I'm not I'm not really like competition like, hey bro, like stop moving your thing on my on my arm. I was kind of like more shy, like uh, like what. But at at the end, it was like we finished it. Um, it was still there because he had a great sweatpants, so you could see still see it when he got up. And I was like, oh shit, like does that mean you're gay or what? <laughs> But yeah, either way, it was it was worth it because he gave me a big tip. Um, yeah, so we're not gonna say nothing. Yeah, <laughs> we gonna go past that. And I was like, okay, it, it was worth it. It was uh, okay. that experience I had. But yeah, but that's crazy. Yeah, was anything else similar happen or no? Um, not to me, but there uh there be times where people just walk in, and this I remember my friend um his name was Laughter. He was doing um. Uh, spine, not a spine, a back tattoo, and yeah. he had he had her sitting down on the chair, and he was sitting down behind her, and he was doing it, the uh, tattoo, and I think he he told us that he saw like a like a streak of like shit on her back, you know, like a streak of nah. shit on her back, and he he just kind of like, I don't know if he kicked her out or if he finished the tattoo and then told us, but I remember him telling us that he had a face mask on and he could still smell this shit and uh, she was getting like a tramp stamp or something and I was like damn dude like that sucks or other people come in with like lice and they they're laying down and they get up and the whole bed is in, like full of lice and we had disinfected and everything and yeah it's just a random situations very weird people come in a lot of homeless people to come into the shop requesting like $10 tattoos cause I know uh, shop in here in Vegas does ten dollar tattoos and they think every other shop every just so like yeah we don't do that but yeah it's always always crazy <laughs> you never know what you're gonna get so I guess to go from that that was when you were working at the shop mm-hmm. um and I haven't understood that 
currently you do not work at a shop, but mm-hmm. you work in your own studio. Mm-hmm. So you basically work for yourself. Yeah. Um. So what made you want to transition to that? Uh, I went to the shop to get my license, and after that, well, the shop was located like thirty minutes away from my house. Mm-hmm. So every day you go in, drive thirty minutes, and then we enter at nine. No, we enter at ten, and we ended leaving like at nine. So from nine to nine. But there'd be times where people would come in late and the owner would make us stay late. Mm-hmm. There'd be times we, we end up leaving at 12. So we pretty much live there and then just see our families on weekends or on our day off. We only had like one day off. So I was like, I don't want to do this for the rest of my life. And then we had to give a percentage to him and stuff like that. Yeah. So like, I kind of want to just do this. I already have my clientele from people in the shop and they already know me a little bit. So I I'm, I should be good. So then I ended up leaving. Went to the, my own private studio, made it into what it is now, uh, made it more like roomy, more comfortable. Because mm-hmm. back then it was just like a little storage room. Mm-hmm. You walk in and all these boxes and coolers and clothes just thrown on the floor. And yeah, yeah. The um, floor was cement. The walls were green and like an ugly mustard green and just one light up there and people walk Sketch in and like they they, they yeah they would they wouldn't say nothing but in the and like in my head i was like yeah these guys are probably throwing shit <laughs> they probably they want to leave yeah. or but yeah i was like i gotta i gotta fix this place up just because when pe- people walk in i want them to leave and be like to their friends oh yeah like it wasn't sketchy or it wasn't like in his his bedroom or it wasn't in yeah. his in his garage professional yeah it was like a nice little studio comfortable um and yeah, but back then I know I know people would probably be like, "Damn, I went to an appointment. And there was a fucking sock on the ground on, on the corner <laughs> and coolers on the up yeah. to the wall and stuff." But yeah, it was always um, I always wanted to make sure it's presentable, not just the the work, but also the environment you're in. Like make being sure. a professional and taking it seriously. Yeah, make sure you're you're comfortable in that room. Mm. And we talked a little bit, I guess, before we were recording, but. You mentioned something along the lines of most people who are tattoo artists kind of get a little bit satisfied with where they're at and they just kind of stay at the same level. They don't mm. really seek to improve. They're just like, well, I'm here. I'm making okay money. Like, let me just stay here. Why do you think that is? I, I think I think mainly those people are, are in it for the money. They're not really in it for the art side of it. They, they're like, okay, I'm making this amount of much, um, this amount of uh, money this week so i'm good for the rest of my life you know i'm i'm making like three six k a week you know so they just stay there but their work doesn't improve or you you could tell like this guy just comfortable there he doesn't want to improve even though he has like 30 40 years like not 40 like 30 like 20 plus years tattooing like he just he's just there he's just chilling like he doesn't want to go up a level he doesn't want to do that when I was like, damn, like, why Why are people like that? Like, they don't want to advance. They just want to stay there. But I, I say I say it's because of the money. They they think they, they're good. They make decent tattoos, and they, they just want to just sit there and just be comfortable. Yeah, and I find it, like, especially now, there's that distinction is way bigger. I feel like in the past, that kind of works. That's, like, old-school mentality. Like, you see it as a job. Yeah. But when I look at you, I don't really think you see tattooing as a job. Mm-hmm. You see it as like your business. Mm-hmm. It's like your art. Like, yes, someone can come and just pay for money and get whatever, walk out the door. But you are more about having something that's yours, giving them an experience, giving them a product. And it's like your brand. Yeah. You're branding this person. And when they walk out the door, that's an MMF tattoo. It's not just a tattoo. So I think that distinction is something that a lot of people can learn from because no matter what you do, if you brand yourself the right way, there's no limit to where you can get, you know, it doesn't matter if you like are, even if you were an electrician, if you start making that you're an electrician brand, mm-hmm. now people are like, well, let me call this guy. Cause this is what he does. You're a tattoo artist. I know barbers do it. I know probably a lot of people that are in that kind of industry do it. But I think that's like, would you say like that's a pretty good assessment of like how you see things? Yeah, I ever since the beginning I wasn't like oh I have to go to work I have to go do this I have to clock in I was just like 
it's drawing it's art so it, i didn't really look at it ever as a job mm. i didn't like to this day i'm not really like oh i might have to i have to clock in at 10 in the morning and just sit there for hours i kind of sit down like okay we could do this i've already done this tattoo i could do it better this time i could do this and this and just start putting like my um just being hands-on in in the the work which um that i do but uh yeah i've never i don't really want to look at it as a job i just i think it's just fun it's just when you when you start to see it like as as uh fun then you i think you have more motivation to keep doing it because um other people like if you are a barber let's say and you're like oh i have to go to work or i have to do this then like what's the point you know you just lose motivation or if you're just in it for the money then yeah then it's not good but yeah it's always good to just see it as uh if you really like something just make sure you look at it as like fun mm-hmm. not just a job you know jobs are like fast food places you know if these are like specific things just look at it as fun i that's what I, that's how i look at it as fun mm-hmm. yeah and i think it's even more high high stakes because i have a friend who's a barber uh, we've interviewed him before shout out mata cuts um but that's my brother since forever but i got to witness the same thing from him like he didn't go to barber school originally like he just started cutting in a small room and it's in the first in the bathroom in his house and yeah i've like seen the, the podcast i was listening to it yesterday yeah and then uh and then like in his garage and then eventually like he remodeled to make it his own studio too and now off of barbering just from his house he bought his own house now he's making a bigger studio in his new house so just to see that process to me is like really special because now I'm seeing it in you and i'm like wow like even though you're doing two completely different things, you're following the same kind of route. And I think that's something really, really valuable. And I really, really admire that in both of you guys. Um, and even more so like in tattooing because barbering, for example, like you can fuck up a haircut and it'll yeah. grow back. Like it's fine. But if you fuck up someone's like <laughs> tattoo, like, forever. Yeah, yeah. Unless they get a cover up, you know? Yeah. Uh, what is like the most like cliche tattoo that people get that you're just like, oh, I don't know why you get this. Mm. I I would say a lot of not roses. Well, yeah, roses. But I try not to do like the same rose all the time, or I try to switch it up. Okay, I'll give you this one. I'll I'll switch it up from last time that I did it. You know, but is I don't think there's ever like I know a lot of artists they they don't like doing um doves or clocks or roses like those three, mm. or they don't like doing butterflies. But I like doing whatever as long as I could. I see that I could improve on from the last time I did it. Then yeah, I'm I'm okay with it. But uh, yeah, I know a lot of people like like the main one that people get is butterflies. Butterflies and but I'm okay with them. I'm I'm okay with doing butterflies every day. I just as long as I I switch it up a bit. It's not the same copy and paste, copy and paste. Mm-hmm. That way, if you if two of my clients bump into each other, it's not like hey, you got the same one. I no, you got the, you know. <laughs> it's different. It's like a little yeah. different. You could tell it's different. But yeah. Um, what's what's the f- your favorite tattoo that you've ever done? Oh, my first favorite. I think the most recent one I did the Last Supper mm-hmm. on this girl's arm. That one, I've done it before, um, but it was a couple months ago. Now I saw that one. I was like, okay, I can improve it. So let me just make it. And it's like the most recognizable painting, you know. Yeah, yeah. People see it, like, oh shit, this they Jesus, know it's the Last Jesus, Supper. Yeah, you know, they are at the table, and and yeah, that that one was like a full quarter sleeve, and we did it in uh, almost seven eight hours and the day i just keep looking at it I was like wow like compared to like when i first started i i you know a little proud but yeah i'd say that one but i know like probably next week i'm gonna do another tattoo and i'm gonna say that was my favorite but as of now like that was my most recent favorite so it was like recency buys like the newest one yeah it's like the it's always the newest one it's never like oh when i first started i remember i did this one this is my favorite it's always like Oh, now this one's my favorite. Now, now this one it's never like yeah but it's just you you were my favorite you know? yeah i mean i guess that shows like you try to improve a little bit every single time yeah. and you try to be a little bit better. That's pretty cool. Cause I feel like if you just get stuck or if you have like a one hit and then it's just like, yeah. you never have it again. Like maybe one might hold nostalgia and you're like, I remember that one. It mm-hmm. holds a special place, but maybe like technique wise being yeah. constantly getting a little bit better is always the best. Yeah. Like I said, um, I, I do a lot of Virgencitas and San Judas mm-hmm. and Every time, like, someone books it, I try, like, okay, how can I do it different? How can I shade it differently? How can I do this? Dip? That way, like I said, it's not the same copy-paste, copy-paste. And um, a couple of weeks ago, I did another San Judas. I was like, okay, I, I like it better than the last one. Or 
if I do another one like tomorrow, okay, I like it better than yesterday's one. You know, I always try to find something just make it better. Like not just be there, like like how you're talking about late um earlier, just being comfortable there, just kind of make it better and better, better mm-hmm. until we see what what point we get. You know. So what what is the next step for you? I guess like if we break down sort of like your career into milestones, you have the moment where you first get your tattoo machine after fighting with your parents for mm-hmm. so long. You just, you know, you told your brother, let me get your card. You got your tattoo to tattoo machine. Then you have the moment where you, f- you did your first tattoo on yourself. You have the moment where you did your first tattoo on someone else. You have being in the shop. You have going back home, having your own shop, working for yourself, building your business. What do you see as like the next step in your career? Or like, what do you want it to be? Maybe join other shops. Um, that way I could get more connections because at the shop I was at, I, I found a lot of friends and that helped me out. We'd all sit there. We'd all be tattooing in rows, just, oh, helping each other out. And, you know, you, sh- you just want to keep connections with people just in case anything. You open up a shop one day, now you can hire them. And, oh, I like your work. Come to work with me. And uh, probably, yeah, that way I'm not just, like, independent, just trying to do everything by myself, just trying to help get help from other people. Mm-hmm. And uh, I would say that for now, just trying to see, look into, right now I'm good, like, where I'm at at the at the studio that I'm in right now but I definitely want to keep improving the work keep getting more clientele and just getting more connections and then after that I want to eventually open up a shop but I was looking at um, a video recently that shops aren't like really um, as popular now like a lot of people they, they want their own little private studio they want just because at a shop you have to give a percentage to whoever is in charge oh, you know yeah. But it'll still be fun, like you know, like you have your name at a at a building, and people drive by, like, oh, that, that's that's Medwin's building, oh, that's his, you know. Yeah. It'll be nice to have your own stuff. People work for you. You get to take the day off, take the family to the beach, and people still you're still making money off of them, you know. Yeah, but yeah. that's like uh, a really really like dream of mine, just kind of owning a shop one day, and even if it's just like appointment only, um, shops, yeah, just kind of have your name there. People drive by like ah, that's really good for him. You know. Do you have any like favorite tattoo artists who are like the the big names? Um. Yeah. What's his name? His name is Yomiko. Mm-hmm. Yomiko or Yomiko tattoos. Um. He uh. He does a lot of work on like celebrities and stuff. He did um the rocks tattoo. Mm. You ever seen that one? Yeah, yeah the, the tribal b- one. The bull in the oh no though it's like a bull. Oh, the other one. The, I don't know who did the other one. Um, he he's really good. I really look up to him. Like I just look at his work. I'm like, oh shit! Like he's like really like photo, you know? Yeah. Uh, another artist that's local here. His name is Zarina. He's actually the one that did my arm. Mm-hmm. Um, my arm in this portrait. Um, I just kind of look at. It. He has like a couple, like eight or seven or eight um years tattooing. But mm-hmm. I, I'm looking at his stuff and I'm like, wow! Like it just blows me away. Even though there's like other hyper realistic artists up there i always look at his work and i was like damn dude like i'm trying to be like you one day you know i'm trying to get like your level and even go higher than that you yeah, know exactly. but i just all the time there's other artists too i don't really remember much names but i just kind of look at my page now even though like even when i'm tattooing we're taking breaks i'm just on instagram I'm, like scrolling like wow like damn like i could be like this one day you know yeah exactly. i just kind of look up and like damn i could be like this or they could be in the future they could be like a younger artist looking up to me you know like just stuff like that but um as of now just those um the main one is the the one who did these these uh tattoos i really look up to him and uh, admire his work dang yeah i mean that's badass have you ever like gone to i mean yeah you you've got a tattoo from so you met him in person but have you ever gotten to sit down and actually like uh, let him like break down game to you, explain to you things, ask him questions, or not too much. Usually, whenever we're tattooing, I just um ask him or oh, what type of needles is that? What type of this is that? He's like, oh, I just use it like this, or you get it like this, you go like this. But most of the time, he just has his headphones on. I don't want to bother him. But yeah. I just kind of just look and record and try to record anything I can. But uh, yeah, he's he's really good. His name is Zainero on Instagram. If you guys want to look him up too. Shout out, man! Shout out. So what what advice would you give to like someone who is maybe that kid whose parents don't want to let him tattoo or maybe he's 50-50 in terms of like whether he sees a future in it like what would you tell them I would say just just go for it because if you're just sitting there like 
if you're just asking, well, what if, or what if I start next week? What if I start this? You know, you're never going to start. You're never going to be there. You're always going to be like, just sitting there like, oh, I could have started yesterday, but my parents didn't let me. Like for me, like they didn't let me for years, but I was like, at one point in my life, I was like, no, I got to start because when, you know, if not, then when. So then I'll just say, I'll just tell people just go for it. Even if it doesn't succeed or if it fails or whatever, just at least you tried it. I would just say people just go for it. Whatever you have, if you want to be a dentist, you want to be a veterinarian, whatever you want to be, just start now. Don't wait till tomorrow. Start now. Yeah. Best play. What is that quote? It's like the best time to plant a tree was 10 years ago, but the second best time is right now. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's like, yeah. Cause it's like, um, so I used to teach. I used to be a teacher here. Uh, in the university where I was doing my master's and I would have like people who are older and they would kind of say the same thing like everyone or I, I would ask them or someone would ask them like why did you want to come back to school and they were like well I was going to be like two or three years older anyways I might as well get my degree so it's mm. like you know whatever it is you want in life just go for it right now like yeah. don't waste time just go for it and if it works it works if it doesn't at least now you know and then you can try something else yeah. you know um, and what about like, what about transitioning to being independent? Like what did, what were the biggest challenges that you faced? Biggest challenges, maybe just finding more people because at the shop, people just walk in and they see your work. But at, when you're private, it's just your clients that come in. And then if they refer your, your work to other people, then you're, you're good. You get more people. But if they don't, then you're just, you're just same people. It was just always finding people. But luckily I've always had people just. Either they post on their story, even if it's like a, a mention or a shout out, you know, other people, they have followers, a bunch of followers. They even if they have like 400 um, followers, like six people can see that post. I'm like, oh, I like his work. Six more people go to you or. But yeah, I, I would say I've never really had any like, oh, I I, I went private. Now nobody comes to me. You know, mm-hmm. it's, it's been it's been going good um, ever since I left. And I hope it, it just stays that way just keeps growing yeah hopefully bro um but i guess that's like also a testament to the work you do by promoting your own work by doing good work first of all because otherwise mm-hmm. no one would want to come in so yeah. the first doing good work and then also playing your part and also making sure that you market yourself that you promote yourself because aside from getting those mentions like now doing all the stuff you do on social media like that brings more eyes and like you said now people are coming from out of state where i think that's that's pretty pretty big yeah. you know uh, do you have anything else you want to talk about? Anything you want to promote? Anything you want to say? Anything you want to, I don't know, anything. I would say, because I get a lot of, even though like I don't have a lot of experience tattooing, I have two years, a little bit over two years, I guess I still want to help out other people that are barely starting. Mm-hmm. So I would I would just say like if you're, if you're watching this, listening to this, um, if you really want to start tattooing, just do it because you you love it. You love the art. Don't do it just because of the money. Because if you do it for the money, you're going to wake up every day and like, oh, okay, I can't wait to get paid 600 for this and then I'm out. Do it. Just sit down, take, take a step back and look at your work and be like, okay, I'm, I could get better. I could do this. Always just have a lot of patience whenever you, you start. A lot of people text me or I go on live on TikTok. They're like, hey, bro, um, how can I start? What machine do I get? Or how do I do this? Oh, I did this and I ended up um, stopping because it was too much time and I didn't see results just you know just be patient and um um because I know when I was starting I would try to rush things I would try to see a picture a reference picture and see this and like why doesn't it look like that yet you know but Mm -hmm. you have to just sit there and just be patient and it'll it'll get there Um, I think that's words of advice golden wisdom because a lot of people won't sit here and give you that time a lot of people just you know they're tattoo artists they just shell off they don't want to pass on game to the next person yeah but I think it's good that you're always sort of invested in not only bettering yourself, but passing on what you do know to the next person. Yeah. And, you know, that's the way all of us learn. That's the way the next generation is going to learn. Yeah. So thank goodness for that. It's just better if you just help out. Because yeah. if you, I know a lot of artists, they, they want to charge for um, help or tips. But I'm not really like that. I'm not like, if you mess with me right now, I got, I'll show you what machine I use, what needles, what this and this, just so you could do the same thing that I do even even better to the people around you you know not just gatekeep yeah yeah exactly if you just gatekeep like it's lame it's huh? lame it's yeah. whack like don't do it <laughs> I see a lot of people on TikTok like 
oh, what much be on comment sections, other people's videos, um, oh, how much you charge for this, and oh, what machine is that? Like, um, message me on Instagram, bro, or message me this, and I'm like, bro, just tell them, like, yeah, you know, like, why do that? <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's not like it's something top secret. Yeah, it's like <laughs> not a FBI file or something. <laughs> just tell them what machine you use it. That's it. Uh, all right, man. Uh, where can people find you on social media? A lot of people can find me on your ads. Instagram, the main one that's the one I'm active on all the time. Instagram is MMF tattoos, MMF underscore tattoos, and TikTok the same thing, and YouTube the same thing. So, um, go follow, uh, go follow Men with Men. Follow his work. Um, ask for tips, refer his work. Anything, I'll, I'll help out best yeah. I can. Yeah, we appreciate that. Uh, also, make sure to follow the podcast page at Real OTR Podcast on Instagram and at On the Run Pod on TikTok. Um, this, yeah. Thanks for thanks for coming out, bro. Thanks thank for taking the time to come out. I had um, a good conversation with you. Thank you, thank you, thank you for uh, letting me hop on, and uh, definitely a memorable experience. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. All right, y'all. Peace. <laughs>